Okay, 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 okay. Okay. There's an app. Uh-huh. It's called the Breakup App. And you can take a quiz, okay? Mm-hmm. I have it right here. Oh, my God. Uh, there's a picture of a cat, and it kind of looks like Why you. Is there a cat? I don't know, but, like, maybe <laughs> it's because maybe you, ease. like, get cats after you break up with someone and become a cat lady? Is yeah. Is that what it is? You know what? I'm okay with being a cat lady. I think it's I'm fine. I'm a cat lady. I think sure. You are? You don't have a cat. I, I volunteer with the cats. I go to the animal shelter, and I hang out with cats. I love that you just constantly remind me of what a great person you are. We get it. You volunteer. We get it. Okay. It's like you get to pet animals. Yeah. I mean, you take care of them too, but like you also just get to like hang out with animals. I don't know. That's like a win-win situation. The goodness in your heart makes me sick. (laughs) You throw up in your mouth. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Every episode. I recently threw up in my mouth. Um, It was my birthday recently, guys. I was in a lift home at two o'clock in the morning and uh, I threw up on myself. <laughs> Did they charge you? No, but I gave her forty dollars. I was so drunk. Like, threw up on. I was wearing a beautiful on. black you velvet were. It dress. Was, it was beautiful. Eight dollars at the Goodwill. Oh wow! Yeah, my buddy Stephen, who is a yes. godsend, an angel, yes. sitting next to me, classy man. I'm classy. sitting there smiling <laughs> like a pinky on my mouth. Like, oops! <laughs> oh, gross! <laughs> Woman pulls over in the middle of the freeway. I get out of the car. Walk into the middle of a freeway. And the woman's like, Miss, come back to the Miss. car. I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> and I like felt like I was James Dean in the middle. I mean, that's sad. But like, oh, and the, like I, I felt like I was in some type of movie, like just wisping around in the middle of the road. And I get back in the car, very classy. There's a slit in my dress. Get back in the car, throw up on me. And um, <gasps> anyway, I took a shower in the dress. It was beautiful. Basically, what, what I'm saying is the, the breakup app. <laughs> so when I say the word patriarchy, oh, well. Unclench your butthole. I love my dad. I like to freaking Google it. Keep going. I'll shut up. Talk about Christian shame. If you don't know who these people are, I'm Emily. And I'm Olivia. You're the And also the war. Have you heard about that story of the girl that sat on a broom and died? I was like two steps away from doing it. Don't have sex with people you don't like. Maybe slap it on and just get it on. Can you imagine telling your daughter that? Well, you shouldn't talk about that. That's bad. Learning what, like, a sexual partner is. Learning what respect is. Learning what love is. It's a hard journey we're on. Are you ready? (gasps) Uh, depends. Depends? Yeah, it depends on what it is, because I'm not just going to jump into something blind. So you need to get, what is it? God, man, could she be any more anxious? <laughs> Please continue. Guys, literally, we're about to record, and I found this quiz, and I was like, the people gotta know. They have to know. They have to know. They have to know. First of all. Olivia has been singing Into the Woods all morning. Into the woods and down the dell. <laughs> the path is straight. I know it well. You're so cute when you move your shoulders <laughs> like that. That's adorable. Okay, but the breakup quiz. This uh-huh. is important. Mm-hmm. But it's says okay says hey how bad was your breakup do you want to know where you stand with the rest of the world in terms of breakups answer these questions and you'll see how you stack up answer honestly for accurate results okay so i'm going to take this quiz are you a boy or a girl 
I mean, what is gender? Is there a fluid <laughs> option? For the sake of time, I'm going to say girl because okay. I do identify okay. as one. Okay. okay. How old are you? Um, I just turned 27. It was my birthday. Olivia, you were there. I was present. You were, you dressed up as a renaissance goddess. I was like a renaissance gothic vampire woman. Literally did not realize you were dressed up for the longest time. Thought you just looked fabulous in a corset. <laughs> I wish I could just wear that around. Okay. How many breakups have I had so far? Oh God. Do you have a count? I don't know. Like, okay, I mean, okay, what's our, really okay, quick. How long do I have to date someone for it to be an actual breakup? Um, you would have to, it's, uh, I think the qualifying factor is you have to end something. So something has to be ended. That was a thing. <laughs> okay. That's still like breaking s- something off with a person. Okay. Are we talking serious or casual? Yeah. I'm going to say six in the Total? past five years. In the pa- okay. There's probably been more. Let's just say six, because I know there's a guy I forgot about in there. Okay, are you are you in a relationship right now? No, very single. Hear that, boys, hey. ladies? Wow, so single. This is kind of like a joint me and you quiz. Is it? Like, yeah, average relationship. Answers, but we I think my average relationships last two to three months, three okay. to six months, four months. Five days. <laughs> I told you to be honest. How I asked long, you to be really honest in the beginning. Yeah. Remember? How long did you break up? Wait. Wait, what? How long ago did you oh, break oh, up? Oh, yeah, yeah. I broke up with someone about a month ago. Mutual-ish breakup. How mm, bad was your breakup? I'm going to say it was a four. Mutual. I mean, it wasn't that bad. It was a five. How did you start dating this person? Okay, I'm sorry. This is, this so is getting detailed. really personal. It is getting super oh my, personal. Special talents or skills. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Comedy. Balloon animals. Yeah, balloon. We, ah, I love the way he just twisted oh, latex. No I, thought, ooh, no, I thought it was asking you just like randomly what your special skills are. No, <laughs> it's asking like what bonded you. Because that's okay. interesting when you're breaking up with someone. You're like remembering how, what originally drew you to that person, ah, I think is important. Ooh, that is sad it's too, not, to think it's about. It's so sad, but I, yeah. There was a moment that you did choose to be with this person. Yes. Um, for a, for a hopefully a good reason. Well, a question on here is you guys bang? Yeah. Big time is an answer. Big time bang. Big time is a is an answer? Yeah. It oh my god, big says, time bang. Yes, no, big time. Did you consider your ex a best friend? <laughs> no. Oh. Current relationship with your last ex. How is okay I still watch your Insta story? Is that an answer? Who ended it? Me. Okay, I hate this quiz. Why did you end it? Wow, this is just oh, ready? Ignored, not attracted physically get bored, met someone else, bad sex. I'm going to just pick one and not tell you guys what it is. Is there, Tap. A, is there an, a, like a, all of the above option? Yeah. There should be at least, I think. We've all been there. I haven't been there. Really? You've never been with someone that you don't... I've never been with someone. That's <laughs> hey, like your fake person, fake boyfriend in your head. The Irish uh, ASMR boyfriend. Yeah, like do, by the end, were you guys like, we don't have anything in common? <laughs> He just lives really far away. He lives in, in I, Ireland. So. so that was a huge problem. <laughs> so that was the problem. Yeah, that seems. What's the time difference? I mean, phone calls. It's like you're it waking seven up. Hours. At, yeah, you're like waking up at seven in the morning. He's getting off work. I think work, maybe nine like, hours. Yeah, that's always hard. Yeah. <laughs> so the last question of this quiz is actually what's going to gear us up into the next topic, the proper way to break up with somebody. Because oh. it says, how did you end it? And it gives me a lot of options. Ooh, ooh, Olivia, what are I they? would love to know which one you would prefer. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know which one I prefer, but let's just name them off. Okay. Okay. Text message. In-person talk with a voice mail uh, with hints. Interesting. I guess like just slowly being like, I'm going to be out of town. Don't you feel sometimes when we kiss that there's nothing there? I've had sex with someone else. Yeah, what? like just subtle hints. Um, moved away. My favorite joke in comedy is that I recently got a relationship. Don't worry. It was mutual. He moved to New York and was like, don't come. <laughs> 
It's my favorite. Next is ignoring or drifting away, a.k.a. ghosting. Oh, yeah. Email or letter. Oh, my God. Ooh, Ooh, Olivia likes a letter. I do like letters. Mm. We don't have to talk about that. Facebook, well, we will talk about that a Facebook, little bit, yeah. which is crazy. Facebook, that, like, you wouldn't text message someone, you would like message them on the wall. No, that's that's <laughs> insanity. That's insanity. This isn't working out. Grandma Public. likes it. Oh my god. Um, with a fight. Okay, that's Ooh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Probably a with a fight followed by a ghost, and then through a friend or family member. <gasps> oh no! I always Are have my dad 13? call. <laughs> Hey, Cynthia doesn't like you anymore. She wants to break up. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So basically, I've completed the quiz. Now you can look at your breakup statistics from people around the world. Whoa. What does that mean? What does it say about you? I don't know. I think I just joined a statistic. So they're going to like put that into a graph and probably email that to me later. I always love becoming a statistic. (laughs) I'm sorry. What statistic are you so bitter about being a part of? Hmm. I'm not bitter about any of my statistics. I think I I take pride in my virginity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't handle it. Do you really take pride in being a virgin? Like, yeah, tell me about It's not like pride. Because I think a lot of our listeners aren't aren't virgins. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, I was going to say the opposite. Like, you're listening to a sex podcast, but just because you might not be having sex doesn't mean... Sometimes I laugh at myself when I'm not having sex. I'm like, I can't have a sex podcast and not be having sex. This is crazy. Well, actually, at the Halloween party, my friend was like, oh, yeah, she has like a sex podcast. I'm like, yes, and I'm a huge virgin. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And he laughed and gave me a really weird look. (laughs) He was like, how does that work? But I love that it works. It does work. I know a lot about it. Yeah. like. educated on it (laughs) you know how to be a sexual being without exactly having to participate in the act of sex yes and it's not that i don't want to i certainly do (laughs) that's a mating call if i ever heard one (laughs) the animals from the other episode um yeah anyways so i don't maybe it's not pride in it it's just like oh yeah i i like that i'm that way i don't know I'm into I am, it. I am who I am. Yeah. So, so I mean, Olivia, why did you, because, guys, have you clued in yet? Who's going to talk about how to break up with someone? And then who's going to talk about how to be we broken up with? Guess. I'm sure you guys have no Take idea. Take a guess. <laughs> Take a fucking guess. I'm sorry. Is that mascara smearing on your face? I'm fine. <laughs> So I'm going to talk about the best way to break up with someone and attempt to answer the question, if the relationship is more casual does that affect how i break up with somebody because a lot of people go well we've only really been dating we're not even dating ah he's not my boyfriend like we like barely have sex um for two months so i mean it's cool if i ghost him right you know what i'm saying and then friends will be like yeah oh my god it's like that's what three dates what and he he didn't even pay like you know how people are we're disgusting people are so inconsiderate your face right now is hilarious yeah i'm just i'm so i'm cringing just because like i'll mention i have been like blown off so many times yes and i mean maybe it's like a dating app epidemic of our culture but it does like speak into like how humans are but like i've been asked on more dates than i've actually been on like people ask me on dates a lot and Mm. most of them don't actually end up happening 
And it's wild to me that like people think that that is totally fine. Well, you're talking about flakiness planning. You live in, in Los Angeles. So that's not even that's almost like not even about love. You're literally talking about people's scheduling. Picture that situation, how terrible that feels and, and it involves sex. Yeah. So that would suck. Right. So much. So more. that's what people think. They're like, oh, we've only slept together three times. I'm not into it anymore. I don't know how to tell him. I don't owe him anything. And then you can just ghost a person. Uh. So it's kind of like, I think if you don't mind it being done to you, then maybe that's your style. But are you a person that doesn't care to burn bridges? Are you a person that respects someone you're with? Like, personally, I think that even if you view sex in a casual way, there is a sense of like responsibility that you kind of have to take on to... I don't know if I had to ask to enter you, maybe I have to like, just tell you that I'm leaving. I don't know. There's something, I think there's something there, you know, like of being like, we engaged in this. It's just so weird that I think you just have to determine yourself of what dating means to you because right now, my breakups do not align with my principles. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. We know this. Actions aligning with values. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Big deal. Um, because I, I'll say this, I have probably ended the last four relationships I've been in over text message. Actually, one of those was a phone call. Okay. Some of those I followed, followed up with coffee dates, but really... Like coffee dates, but... You know, yeah, but it doesn't end a date. It starts a date and then the painful. Ends. <laughs> um, Not but a date as someone who's done that, I just want to say that I have regretted almost every text message breakup I have sent. Really? So with that knowledge, I want to like dive into some of the things that we can learn on the internet, which Beautiful. is fun. We should really ask the expert of all that is good. Uh, expert of all technology. I brought, we have a guest on the podcast today. Hold on Introducing? one second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Siri. Yeah. How do I break up with somebody? Here's what I found. Okay, so Siri, (laughs) the first article is from November 9th, 2018. It's uh, from thecut.com. How to break up with someone in the kindest possible way. Okay. The first tip is give yourself and your partner a chance to fix things. Oh, I didn't even think of that, man. That's way better than my research. <laughs> yeah, before you break up with someone, really think about you it. really think if this uh, is really what you want yeah, to do. Like if you get in a fight and you think it's the end of the world and your conclusion to fix conflict is to break up with them, maybe think about are they worth it to work through it? Maybe you can get through it. Two, pick a lo- location Three, work out the logistics. That's interesting. Four, brace yourself for feelings on both sides. Five, give your friends a heads up. Oh, I guess so they can be there for you. Oh, or like, hey, I broke up with this guy. Don't talk to him anymore. Oh, my God. He's not part of our friend group anymore. Just let you know. Wow. Yeah. Hey, guys, he hits you up on Instagram. Like, it's weird. We've all broken up with him. Oh, my. We've all broken up. We're all leaving. All of us are leaving because I can't handle it. Honestly, I'm kind of mad at Siri right now because this article is just taking all of my research. So, like, I kind of want to, like, show off what I found. Please do. And honestly, I thought Siri would be more funny. She's not a comedian at all. Hey, Siri, I'm really disappointed in the advice you gave me about breaking up with someone. What do you have to say about that? I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> That's Siri, what they say after you break up with them. Siri, I'm not sure I understand. I just don't think this is working. I I don't feel attracted to you anymore. I don't know what you mean by Siri Siri, I just don't think this is working. I don't feel attracted to you anymore. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying and I don't feel like you're listening to me. I don't feel like you hear me. Yes? 
I, she's not taking no, this well. You're not. You're not. So, okay. So I'm going to like think I'm, I found uh, this Dr. Petra Banton. I love my transitions. Just really abrupt. Now Siri's going to be like freaking out being like, what did you mean? She's what did hitting you, mean? you up again. Like, why did we end it? Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I, I think it's really hard of uh, figuring out how to do it, when to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's start with what not to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Dr. Petra Boynton. Boynton. That's how you say it. Boynton. 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 So definite things to avoid when ending a relationship. Okay. Cutting the person out of your life with no explanation. Ugh. Seems a little extreme, right? Like, but don't we love to do it? Ugh, I love it. Do you? I'm terrible. I, ugh. (laughs) Like, I am so, the other day I jokingly said to a friend, because I just moved, and I said, I was like, oh my God, I love moving apartments almost as much as I love breaking up with somebody. (laughs) It's a terrible I regret like it so it hurts it hurts it's my like heart. Like I just continue to date people that I know we are not compatible probably after the third probably the fourth hangout. And so I but just you can keep dating them? I keep dating them. Like I'm lying to myself that it's like working and I just get so much anxiety and I try to work through it. I'm such a fighter and I think sometimes we shouldn't be fighting so early on in a relationship. But that's just me. I think a lot of people's honeymoon phases last longer. It's crazy. Some people, they they decide to break up with someone for a year. It takes them like a year. Oh, my you know? God. They, but I respect those people because they really want to make the right decision. Okay. And they don't want to just... Sure. Yeah. That is yeah. glass half full, I think. So another thing not to do, getting someone else to end it on your behalf. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're back to the 13-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, using the threat of a breakup to control your partner. So sometimes during an argument, it's like, if you continue being friends with that guy, I'm going to break up with you. Or like, um, I hate it how emotional you are. Like, sometimes I just think about like ending it. Because that's kind of like... so manipulative. Very manipulative behavior. Because you're threatening someone leaving somebody and that's triggering someone's attachment style that we've talked about in earlier episodes. Some people have like almost... It's a business tactic. Like a businessman use this. You say, I don't want the car. And they go from being really nice to going... Sure. Yeah, totally. That makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, Where are you going next? Okay. Um, Well, I have other clients, so I'm going to get back to them. It's like a business tactic to emotionally detach. And if someone's anxious, they're going to go in. So I noticed that with like kind of manipulative people I date. I'll be like, I don't want to have sex tonight. Or I'll be like, I'm tired. They'll go, okay, yeah. And they'll just pull away. And you're like, and wait, no, wait. Yeah, they'll like want to leave my apartment abruptly or just get out. And it's like, now I'm faced with like, I didn't want you to leave. I just didn't want to do this thing. But now that you're pulling Ugh. away so much, I'm going to come in. I'm going to come close. So just watch out if you have that behavior of trying to trigger the other person to get them to do what we want them to do, you know? Yeah. Also, giving mixed messages. So saying the relationship is over while acting as though you have a future together. What? So what would be an example for you of like getting mixed messages? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That's all I've ever gotten is mixed messages of like, you get really close and then you like are really far and then like when you're together it's amazing when you're not together it's like you don't exist anymore and it's like that's yeah well (sighs) i think this comes to this is kind of connected to it says don't keep changing your boundaries and expectations of the relationship so they can't measure up like you can't like tell someone you're breaking up with them and then get mad that they're not checking in on you and seeing how you're doing 
Mm. Right? People, mm-hmm. I feel like they do that all the time. Like you break up with someone and they're like, oh my God, why haven't they, why haven't they called me? Because you ended things. I mean, also, if you're going to state a boundary, if you're going to end things with someone, they don't have to be your boyfriend anymore. Like mm-hmm. they are not responsible for you emotionally. And then also respecting their space. If you break up with somebody, don't continue to call them and ask they how they are. Yep. Sometimes you have to just let someone hate you. Yeah. And that's hard because I would love to like check in and let them know how good of a person I still am. And it's like you you hurt their feelings. You just have to leave it at that. Well, right. If you cut it off, that means you've cut it off yeah it is done now and you've finished this yeah also don't lead someone on they say like the false promise of friendship if you don't have an interest in actually being their friend and helping them move and listen to their problems don't offer that out because that's really just making you feel better a lot of times when we're breaking up with somebody pushing it a little bit yeah we want to make it as easy for us that's why we do things like texting right who is benefiting for, in a breakup if the person doing it is texting? It's usually just on them. Yeah. Like, right? Like, oh, if yeah. I were to text break up with somebody, it's because I have anxiety. I want it to be over. I just want out. You don't want to see their eyes nope. when you're hurting them? Yes. You don't want to see. You don't want to take the responsibility of that. You've <laughs> been giving them attention. You don't want to see their eyes. I love looking into someone's eyes as I'm giving them pain. <laughs> Twisting the knife. Yeah. Here's another don't. Don't cheat on them in the hope that they'll find out and die. Dump you. Oh, yay. You sick, sick bastard. <laughs> yeah, you bastard. Get you out of my bastard. house. Whose panties are these? Whose, Whose panties? panties? What's this lipstick? Oh, God, these are my Why panties. Babe, I'm so sorry. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, my God, these are my panties. Okay. Okay. And then don't tell everyone else you know it's over, including posting it on social media before telling the person. Whoa. Does that? For like doctor. going on a date tonight, and yeah. he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe not going like, out tonight. Yeah, guys, no, maybe with you. <laughs> maybe get on the dating apps after you break up with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Those are those are those are real. You know, what they I'm are saying? real. I would love the God. idea of two people on dating apps that are dating each other and finding each other on the dating app. And then you like swipe That's right. And you're like, "Hey, babe." <laughs> and the other doesn't swipe on them. Ooh, I like. Well, I don't think you would find. So, that according to a graph from 2013, so you guys know this is legit. <laughs> Super legit. <laughs> I mean, I. How, what do you think about this? So more girls break up in person. That's what is said. Okay. And then guys break up more over voicemail. Um, voicemail. I've done it. <laughs> over message machine. I've done it. I was so <laughs> mad at this guy. I call him. It was like the fourth time we were breaking up. He didn't pick up the phone and I was just like, it's over. <laughs> we're done. This is the last time. <laughs> and he called me and he was laughing. He's like, oh, you're so cute. I'm like, oh my God, kill me. Kill me. Seriously. Okay. And then it says more. That was adorable. Yeah. So we dinner tonight you're right, you're <laughs> like okay fine he's yeah it's awful <laughs> terrible so and uh, the graph also says that guys are more likely to break up over text okay whatever and then girls are way, way more likely to ghost how do you feel about that really i think girls we can get pretty entitled with ghosting i think girls are like guys are assholes i'm just not gonna talk to him anymore he doesn't deserve my energy yeah so i'm just gonna disappear who knows <laughs> i think like when we look at texting phone calls in person ghosting i mean dude i feel like you have to pick a forum where the other person can at least give back right honestly i think from the studies that i've read and just in general talking to people in person is the best option when when breaking Absolutely. up with someone yeah right and i don't think it's weird i think you could be seeing some for a month and in person is still really nice oh yes i mean i <laughs> Okay, if you like have gone on like two dates and you're yeah. like, I'm not feeling it, that yeah. makes sense if you're like still like texting friends or something yeah, yeah, to yeah. like end it that way. Yeah. 
Um, but if you've been like talking for a month and like everything's going really, really well, uh, or it's seemingly like, yeah. going really well, you're very loving. This is not a personal example or anything, but you know, they're very loving yeah. and they're very like, oh my God, I miss you and blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly they just are like, hi, um, no, bye. I'm sorry. What? So I don't know if that still qualifies for in person, but it's like, it's still, if you've like, shared time with a person if you've experienced them and like you've gotten to know them uh, to the point where you're like oh we we would be friends if we weren't like you know romantic that would be an in-person thing that's just i think that's kind i think you just have to be really honest with yourself of where the how emotionally connected you feel to the person and how emotionally connected they feel to you yes because i think like okay just say you go on a date Mm -hmm. and you make out with someone because you're like whatever making out is fun Mm -hmm. and you can tell they're really into you it's really easy for you to ghost that person be like it was one date and it's like maybe there's some responsibility there that you kiss somebody and maybe they owe a little explanation of why you randomly stopped talking to them yeah so thinking kind of shitty right yeah totally um i'm a shitty person (laughs) i suck i am um but i'm gonna say when it comes to breakups be careful about where you're getting your advice from friends Mm. i don't know about you but i know exactly which friends are going to tell me what i want to hear or not going to tell me and i think that you just have to really be honest with yourself and nobody else knows what's happened in your relationship besides you and that other person Mm -hmm. so you just like going up to your girlfriend that you haven't or guy buddy whatever and you're like dude this girl and i we like had sex twice like she seems really crazy and manipulative i just want to end it what do you think i should do i could see someone be like dude whatever just like slowly fade out you know it's not a big deal but do you feel deep in your heart is that a you You think that's really the best thing that you could possibly do yeah that's the best option that you could choose i think you know like deep down oh you know like why are we all so concerned about doing the the cool thing the like oh oh, what's like the cool easy thing what makes me look really good and powerful (laughs) Mm, a text message well no yeah a few more things before to wrap this up is the big question is breakup sex that's not a question it's more (laughs) of just a fun banner statement but uh, the main reason why i have to or some people some people in general (laughs) um you break up with someone and you're really worried that you'll probably just have sex um maybe then meet at a coffee shop and don't break up with somebody in their bedroom that's Naked. a very key that's probably yeah and try yeah. to, try to be respectful and when you know you want to break up with someone you know so do it sooner than later instead of dragging them on until you find the next person on tinder yes. so you can just overlap your relationships i dare you to break up with someone and be single for two seconds please try so location is important honestly be honest only be honest if it's beneficial to the person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you don't need to tell someone <laughs> i'm just not attracted to your face you don't have to say that you're kind of ugly yeah actually, like you know you so could just be like i'm not feeling this I'm getting really but right sometimes the honesty is the easiest way like someone can be really understanding Mm -hmm. like if a guy was like I'm being I'm really busy right now I'd be like oh my gosh I understand but then if I see pictures of you going out with other girls fuck you you should (laughs) have just said that is I'm not your type right or whatever yeah but just uh, I'm not feeling the chem yeah no chem I moved away, took a job, and not wanting to break a heart, I was kind of thinking, oh, we'll just wither out rather than just cut it when I left. I didn't want her to move up there just for our relationship, keep our relationship going and leave all her shit and her life and, and like just take it because I was not ready for that, I was too young. So I certainly didn't want that to happen. 
I met somebody, and so that pushed me to like, let's get this over with, right? So that uh -huh. I don't have to be the one who's going to be cheating on somebody. But for whatever reason, we weren't. It was like one of those things where I just did not realize the day of the week. Nothing planned because we were out of state, and like I'm not sure when she was going to come up again. And I didn't even occur to me that it was Valentine's Day, and I did it over the phone. What a dick I was! Like, what was I fucking thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the point. I was not thinking. There was a lot of fallout for months. <laughs> I think every time I've broken up with someone, it was to the face. Which I think, you have to. I think they deserve that much respect, you know what I mean? Oh, this is a bummer. She lived down the street from me. We started dating in sixth grade. And it was fun because, you know, you live right next to each other. So it was like, it was easy to hang out and date like as a sixth grader or whatever. And we dated for like three years because it just was like good. I finally ended up breaking up with her our freshman year of high school. This is not funny. It's kind of funny, but it's not funny. And she presented me, like as I was breaking up with her, she presented me with this big book of like all of this stuff that we had done together. And I was like, oh my God, how can I be breaking up with this person that cares this much about me? Like it tore me to shreds as this little freshman kid. We sat there and cried and cried because she made me this just beautiful. It was, it was a great book. Like she did a great job with it. It was so shocking to break up with this person and then <laughs> present you with this gift that they were about to give you. I was in a long distance relationship between LA and Chicago, great idea. And she was finally gonna move to LA, but then she joined the Peace Corps, moved to Africa. And she wanted to stay together, which like I respect, cause you know, great gal. Um, didn't work out for obvious reasons, cause it's, Africa. You want you you try in a long distance relationship. You try so hard to make these things work, and a lot of your communication is over the phone and like texting and FaceTiming. And when you're on a different continent, it's even harder to do that. So when you're going days, months, like weeks without talking, you know, it gets it's it's hard. Uh, so it was kind of like prolonged over like whenever she could get Wi-Fi, and it, it was like kind of a mutual thing. With, but like you know, it still sucked. I dated around a little bit at first. But then I realized I just kind of wanted to like actually take time to process and heal and move on. And I think that was the right thing to do. And, uh, you know, I learned a lot through the whole thing. We were in like a on and off, like four and a half year relationship. And I just like was, was too scared to end it with her because I just like didn't want to hurt her. And it just like, I get anxiety about those things. And I just was like, I'll do it soon. I'll do it soon. I think I think it's about that time. And then one night, she was coming over to hang out and then asked me to come down to help her park. I just used air quotes. And uh, I guess it was part of her plan, just a good plan. I just got in her car and uh, she told me that we should stop seeing each other romantically. And then we talked for about an hour about how much we probably are on the same page about that and how great it was and how it's not really the same anymore. And, it was a really, really sad conversation. We laughed a lot, but we cried a lot too. And wow, went back upstairs to my apartment. Took like 15 minutes to just kind of be by myself and be sad about it. Um, and then I went and out and talked to my roommates a little bit about it. But like for the next few days, I would definitely let it hit me when it would hit me, but I wouldn't spend 24 seven being sad about it. Cause I don't think that's how you should 
deal with a breakup, especially one that you thought was for the best. It's hard, but I couldn't imagine a better way, I think, that I'd want to be broken up with. Probably the best experience of being broken up with was one where we had only gone out for a couple months. He could have kind of just let it fizzle out and ghosted me, but he very considerately, it was over text, but I didn't mind it. That one was only not the worst because I realized when he said that, that I was relieved more than bummed about it. The worst <laughs> breakup, I was in a spot with this person where our complicated up and down back and forth of over three years, I finally felt like it was in a really good spot when I realized that he had cheated on me for a substantial amount of time and this was after previously forgiving and moving past a drunk kiss with the same person. And so that was very soul crushing and very the worst. It wasn't even, <laughs> I didn't have the chance to break up with someone. He didn't have the chance to break up with someone. It was just decided because of the betrayal. So betrayal breakups are probably the worst. It was a six year relationship. Okay, so um, it was a turned into be a long distance thing the last two years of it. Once there's like long distance relationship issues, it kind of builds up so much, you forget what it's like to be around like that actual person. I had to break up with her over the phone because like it was just, it was causing pain for both of us, you know? So you can't go see this person and then say it because you're gonna be in front of this person and the feelings are created again. You're so more apologetic, like the person's right there in front of you. You forgive each other, stuff like that. The first time I broke up with her, an issue like that happened. I came back and we caught feelings again, went through all the same stuff. Like we were together for like, you know, some more time, which was very like toxic and it which shouldn't have been the thing that we did. But it happened like three or four times before like I actually officially said like, this is it, like this cannot happen again. Because you get like such that loop and all the thoughts that you've been thinking about from the time you leave and then your flight and then the time you get back. It's just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, it's so much and really, really had to like force me to finally like end it. We've been split up for like two years now. If someone breaks up with you, then they're not your person. Well, yeah, no, that's a very good thing yeah. to keep in mind, especially um, as you get broken up with. Yeah. That is like something that's outside of your control. You can't like force them to stay. No. And knowing that like, okay, that means this person isn't for me. Good, then probably yeah. someone is for me. The fact that you're not still with someone that isn't for you is a good thing. It right. doesn't feel good at the moment. Of course not. But like, it is a good thing that you're not with a person that's yeah. not for you. Maybe they'll you, they'll see what a cool person you are and then you'll get back together later. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But no, Olivia. Don't bank on that. But you know. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know. But yeah. Olivia, I am interested in like, how do you get broken up with well? If you're the person sitting on the other side of the table and having to hear this, oh, gosh. how mm. does that work? What is the aftermath of getting broken up with? With. Well, 
there's a bit because you have to go through it. You have to take it and you can't, it's, it's happening to you. It's something that's happening to you. And so I guess in this context, we'll talk about a situation in which you maybe did not see it coming. You were really attached to this person, but they ended it for reasons that are again, outside of your control. This has actually impacted you a lot when it's a situation in which like you went on a couple dates, they're like, Hey, I'm not really feeling it. You're really cool though. It was nice getting to know you. That's like, you don't have to go through the five stages of grief. You don't have to go through like, you know, like therapy and stuff like it's going to be okay. But this is for people in situations where you felt attached to this person. um, It meant something to you. And that does not have a timeline on it. It could have been a month and it was like a whirlwind or whatever. And you're like, wow. And then they're suddenly like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't do this anymore. Or they just literally ghost you. God, all of those things. So I'm going to go through little ways in which you can best process a breakup. And firstly, everyone heals differently. So like, Mm. acknowledge the fact that like, someone else's like healing journey might be different than yours. So other people's advice might be helpful. However, like you really have to be kind of self aware, and understand like, what am I feeling right now? What are my what are my tendencies? Like me, I tend to like, (laughs) research like, narcissistic personality disorder and like (laughs) oh my god i do that too (laughs) and like bipolar disorder and why would this person do this to me or like you know and a lot of the psychology things that i know is from like researching on like different types of personalities and like why this person treated me this way or like why um they acted this way or why didn't they ever talk to me ever again like after we were friends like it's acknowledge like your tendencies to uh try to understand things that you might not be able to it's very very difficult to be at peace when you're constantly grabbing at strings. So acknowledge that someone else might be different than you. Firstly, I want to say it's important to give yourself space to grieve. So grieving is important because it is a loss. And I looked up the five stages of grief, which tend to go more towards like if someone died or there's a terminal illness or something, but it also has to do with loss and losing someone close to you. In some respects, breakups can be like a death. And I, I, I can't tell you how much poetry I wrote um, about how like a breakup feels like a death, but also like maybe not worse, but like that person is still alive and choosing to be like completely ooh, cut off from ooh, you. Wow. Yeah. That's it hurts real. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and also, by the way, these stages are not like, um, they don't go in order. Oh. So like they can go in um, whatever order is appropriate for okay. you. Maybe it's anger first. So the five stages, I'll just like briefly tell you what they are. The first one is denial and isolation. Mm-hmm. This isn't happening to me or this is not happening. You tend to like go inward or like put yourself alone in, in the room. It's dark and there's a lot of blankets and sad music. You know, what <laughs> cave are you in? <laughs> the cave of sadness and oh my loss. Um, the next one is anger, um, which means like you just get angry either at the person, the situation. That's like your response to hurt. It's like an easier emotion to feel for a lot of people. I would even argue men too. Like it's easier to feel anger than actual sadness. So they might get angry and like maybe lash out back at the person or like they fucking suck. Like what a bitch or whatever. Or like oh, he's yeah. such an asshole. You know, like so you get into like that stage but you you deep down you know like how hurt you are and it's really just like that's the response i think also acknowledging uh, if you are breaking up with someone and someone does get angry at you knowing that they're grieving so if they call you a bitch or crazy or dramatic or ugly or they start saying things on social media about women and you're like this is about me Mm -hmm. just knowing like 
I know they cared about me. I care about them. It's better we're not together. But just yeah. like not taking it personal and knowing yeah. that the person's angry. If it gets out of hand, like, I mean, involve people. Right, definitely. Like, or confront them because yes. it can get out of hand. Yes, but that's important for the most too. part, but not, yeah. not taking things personally while someone is grieving right. is also important. But it, yeah, it's very normal to get angry in yeah. the in the stages of grief. Um, yeah. The next one is bargaining. So bargaining is actually, um, this is the definition. It's a, a normal reaction to feelings of helplessness and vulnerability and attempting to regain control of the situation using if only statements. So I kind of mentioned this a little bit, but bargaining means like, if only we had done things differently, if only I had done this differently, if only like um, we started dating when we were this age or that age, or maybe mm-hmm. if we waited longer, or maybe if I was more sexual, or maybe if I was less sexual, or like all of the things that you start to make that you're trying to bargain the situation and be like, what could I have done differently? What can I do differently? You know, that that's, that makes a lot of sense as well. So that's another stage of grief. Depression is the is one of them as well. So you go into a, a, a stage of depression. Uh, this is, I mean, we get it. Do I have to explain what that means? It's very sad, dark, <sighs> shadowy place if you don't know what depression is can you please google email us because i would like to know how you live your life <laughs> how do you live your life not knowing what depression is do you know um, what clouds are do you know what dark rainy have clouds you ever felt are? your brain cry <laughs> ever felt like your whole body is tears melting sadness it's like melting you're melting it's like, like an iceberg yes melting yes i found into- the abyss the ocean <laughs> i feel like that's what depression feels like sometimes that's a lot of feelings so anyways uh <laughs> the last one is acceptance thank god i mean that that tends to be the last one i mean i know i said they could go out of order but acceptance is kind of like the last that's, one that's beautiful <laughs> i'm gonna do it first emily we're over i understand <laughs> i accept this absolutely I fully forgive you anger comes we're in good. you bitch <laughs> You fucking bitch. Uh, Emily, you just said this was totally fine. I don't know. It's not anymore. Wait, no, never mind. I'm cool with this. I am absolutely cool with I'm this. I'm a little depressed, Wait, though. I love, <laughs> I love the idea of keep accepting and then getting back into another one. It's great. Um, anywho's, so yeah, acceptance mm. is, um, you know, finally getting to the point where you're like, this has happened. And I'm not saying like you fully healed from the situation, but it's just like, this is what it is now. This is where we're at now. And this yeah. is what's happening. And now it's time to move on. So now we have accepted the situation. Um, I'm going to give you a little, uh, a couple little tips of like how to maybe not, I'm not going to say speed up the process because everyone, he- like I said, everyone heals differently. It's different time frames. Uh, so don't give yourself like, oh, in six months, I'm going to be over this. Like, you don't know that. So <laughs> don't compare yourself. So no. leave and cleave rhymes with grieve. Um, and I just like rhymes because I'm a poet. And I know. It. I, I know. Uh, leave and cleave just basically means reach out to people that will listen and love you well. So like as you have like exited this relationship cleave to those people that love you and people that are going to listen and understand if you can afford it or if you have like insurance or something that can help you therapy is so great i mean that's what helped me a lot therapy and i've been going to my therapist for like a year now and it's it was kind of pivotal i got to a point where i was like this is too much i keep swirling around the same things what could i have done differently why did this end why you know why 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 if only, if only the woodpecker sighs, you know, the bark on the tree is as soft as the skies. <laughs> you know that song from Holes? No? Okay. <laughs> Wait, Holes? Digging up them holes. Digging. Dig it. Like yes. Moby? 
Are you talking about Moby right Remember, now? Remember, if only... Yeah, like, the one like the song the guy sings. He has to carry the pig the up the mountain. The creepy one? Or not the pig. He has, yeah, he has to carry a pig up a mountain. He's, um, and that's the song that he has to say, is, uh, that he has to sing when he's at the watering hole, whatever. It's been a while since I've seen that. I cannot believe film. the reference you just pulled out of your butthole. <laughs> If only, if only, you know? Yeah. No, I'm remembering now. That, I think it's I kind of haunting. Did, it is a little haunting, isn't you it? You do not need to look it up. I won't. Even if you were broken up with well, you're still really sad. And so you're like, if I could have been this way, if I would have... All of these things. So um, anyways, therapy is very helpful for that because therapists will guide your thoughts into a direction that's actually productive. And they'll validate you too. Like they'll be like... Because they have experience and that's what my therapist did. She's like, I it was validating where I was at, validating my confusion, validating that it was a weird situation and like helping me on tracks that were actually productive and helpful rather than just keep looping and looping and looping and yeah. going around, circling around the drain. So yeah. um, that's helpful. And I will plug these as well. There are apps out there that you can get that are just as well. Counseling apps like BetterHelp and Talkspace are good ones. They're like more affordable than like general, like actually going to a therapist. BetterHelp is actually free the first week too. Great. So you can set up your first appointment for free online. That's wonderful. And then there's also, I found this one other place. It's called the Open Path Psychology Collective. And it's actually a resource. I think it's a nonprofit and it actually helps people find psychologist therapists that um are more affordable and will just help you get on the right track to getting a a therapist when you need it also a lot of people don't realize how much their insurance will cover a counseling session like have you even looked into it have you called anybody you know so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just calling your insurance too and asking how much of a discount because you can get maybe a counseling appointment down to 60 dollars. but hey that's better than 250 yes um and also there's there are therapists out there that um operate on a sliding scale which just means that like they will attune their hourly prices to their clients based on what they can afford because they actually genuinely want to help you yeah. I recommend therapy to basically everyone I, I meet ever because wherever you're at, see, it doesn't matter the season. It's very helpful to yes. have someone who is literally there to listen to you and help you um, because friends sometimes can't do that for you. But however, it is important to have um, friends around you or family around you that, you know, mm-hmm. love you reach out to them. Don't be afraid to reach out and be like, Hey, I'm really going through it. I could really use like a friend right now or just like, I'm sad. Let's yeah. go do something fun. You know? So reach out to people. It'll not like get your mind off it necessarily. Cause I'm not telling you to distract yourself from, like addressing your pain but like it can it can show you that life is still <laughs> worth living but like yeah. there's still things there's still fun to be had and there's still people that love you and there's still goodness out there that you can be a part of yeah and sometimes what you're saying is sometimes you actually have to ask for help because yes, people will not do. just know that you're sad yep. you can't just expect people to know that you broke up with somebody yeah um especially if you take it in a way that's like very like you seem fine so people are like oh they're chilling when really inside every night you're crying yourself to sleep they you call know? it imaginative thinking you think that people should just know how you feel mm-hmm. when really that's not the case yeah so that can lead to a lot of disappointment totally don't be afraid to ask for help okay this is this is a, a, a nec- my next one. Don't reach out to your ex. Mm. Don't do it. Just go no contact if you can. And, and if they reach out to you, 
communicating that like, hey, I'm try- I'm I'm moving on. I don't really want to talk anymore. Like it's better for me mm-hmm. if we don't talk for a while. Maybe one day we can, but not now. You know, and just setting clear boundaries is very important for yourself. It's protecting for you it and them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. However, I will say that if you feel the need to communicate something like you're like I really want to tell him like or her how this hurt me or whatever there are situations in which that's okay it's called blocked and unblocked goals Um, my friend RJ who has a podcast of his own called new normal he went through a really rough divorce um, that involved infidelity and like it's just really sad we were talking one day and he told me he he wrote his ex-wife a letter and there is a there's a reason why one would do that if it is an unblocked goal. So I'm going to tell you what a blocked goal is. A blocked goal is a goal that cannot be fully controlled by yourself. So if your goal in sending a letter, in talking to this person, sending a text and giving them a phone call, if meeting up with them is to change their mind, it's to to make things different, to, to have them take you back, to want to stay in the relationship, to make them want to try to heal the marriage, heal the relationship. If that's your goal, that is a blocked goal. It is dependent on them changing. You're having expectations that are outside of your control. So that is not actually a healthy goal to have because in that space, you're trying to manipulate the situation like in order to heal. An unblocked goal, however, has nothing to do with their reaction to what you have to say. So like an unblocked goal is fully controlled by yourself. It's based on speaking what you need to say. You need to speak your truth in the situation to have peace and move on well. And so like... That means no expectations. You coming in it with like, I just need to say this because this is how I'm feeling and I think it will really help me. And like, honestly, sometimes like maybe you need to write the letter to yourself and keep it. If sending it is what you need to do because you it just you need them to know, so be it. But don't have something in there that's like manipulating them to respond. Can you have an unblocked goal but a hope that it changes them? <sighs> maybe. Maybe that's okay. But really, it's like the bottom line is that like, it can't depend on that. If it's purely out of love for yourself and for them, it's purely out of speaking truth um, and being honest with them, then yeah, maybe like you're like, hopefully like this may if it's not for my future, but someone else's future for them to know like how this felt, maybe that's like a loving thing to do. I think that's okay. But if it's like based on like, things that you think you need from them, that's not that's mm, that's that's a, that's a block goal i know this sound, i mean that's so beautiful what you just said I, I i feel bad because i feel like when i break up with someone over text message essentially that's like a really stupid letter but i'm writing an unblocked letter i am telling you how i'm really feeling mm-hmm. usually the most honest i've been in the relationship mm, about wow. how unhappy i am and i have to go uh, and it has to be over uh-huh. so why why is it when you say it it sounds beautiful <laughs> but i feel really guilty for writing these like giant text messages to these mm. guys about how like i have to go yeah well it might be just the guilt of like having waited so long and it's unexpected to them yeah um you know so it's probably less to do with like the fact that you are finally speaking your truth and finally like um trying to be loving to yourself and uh cut it off because it's not healthy for you but because your decision ultimately is making a change in their Mm. situation so like they are forced to 
not be in relationship with you anymore. So oh, I feel right. like so it is they are being forced to do something. Kind of yeah out. yeah. Which in this situation they could choose to respond or they could choose to not respond. Wow. Um, but that you are making a decision to change the relationship and it's not manipulative. It's good. It's just like it's a little nuanced, I suppose. So mm. yeah, that's something for you to explore. Yeah. I, I like this though. Hopefully we can speak our truth right away and during the relationship and right. you can maybe even solve, well. solve the conflict and realize mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be that way. Yes. That's having good boundaries and a healthy self-awareness oh, for gosh. sure. But what are some examples of having unblocked goals after you get broken up with? What are some? Oh, well, my friend RJ, it's his anger episode. It's like episode eight, I think. I think it's about 22 minutes in where they actually explain unblocked and blocked goals a little bit more. And if you listen to his podcast, you'll hear his whole story. It's so beautiful and so sad, but he's so awesome because he's doing such a good job at healing because he has like three kids and most of his hurt was due to like the hurt that his kids were experiencing from their mother leaving and choosing to have another family. Oh my it's, God. It's so sad. And RJ is like the sweetest, most beautiful man. I love him so much. But yeah, so he, he, he needed to say something for his kids, for himself to just speak how hurt he was by the situation without having to need her to come back and enter back into the family, enter back into the marriage. It was just like, this is what this did to me. And this is how I feel. And this is how our kids feel. I need you to hear this. So that would be uh, probably the best example of something that's like, this is what I need to say so I can have some peace. Take it or leave it. I'm going to go and be better. And of course, it's nuanced with different people. But yeah, so listen listen to RJ's podcast. Yeah. So that's talking about like X, no contact. And if they contact you, boundaries, please. And try to have unblocked goals if you're going to talk to them. And know that there's going to be a withdrawal phase with any addiction when mm-hmm. ending. Mm-hmm. I recently finished the book, the Sex and Love uh, Addict Anonymous book written in like the 70s. But guess what? <laughs> Love addiction is still the same. But yeah. there's a withdrawal phase that they talk about in AA too. You think you're going to die yep. and you think it's over and you're not going to be able to survive. But just know that it's impermanent. So when the pain comes and you have to text them, you need to. It's 1230 at night. You can't sleep. None of your friends are awake. Like you've already eaten the carton of ice cream (laughs) and no notifications are coming in on your Instagram. helping. You texting them will not make you feel better. It will not. And you'll probably regret it the next day. Yeah. So just know that it's normal. Repeat to yourself, this is normal. This is a withdrawal phase. I will get better. I will be stronger in the morning. Yeah. And like maybe have like a a friend that you can go to in those situations. Or like there's like a thread on Reddit that's called X no contact. And it's just where people talk about how they're experiencing no contact from a person that they were with. And sometimes you can rant on there and be like, this is how I'm feeling tonight. And people will encourage encourage you it's like such a it's like that's a cool space on the internet that you can actually like partake in it's like a sales tactic salesman how they get you is the sales ending today Today. no the sales not ending today there's gonna be another sale there's gonna be another sale (laughs) you know what i'm saying but we're very like right now or we're gonna die or you're gonna die yeah and it's like you won't you will be fine (laughs) by the car you will die today Uh, yeah exactly so write (laughs) the letter old emails that they were like if you don't resend this to six people i hate that (laughs) You will be haunted by a demon. That's why we're all sad. We're all just like suffering the consequences of not <laughs> of resending. That we didn't forward. <laughs> uh. Yes, I believe you can be friends with your exes, but I feel like once you have that like romantic connection with somebody like it's always in the air no matter what like 
I just recently saw one of my exes. Yes, I, I'm friends with them and I and I support them because they're an amazing human being and it's just our relationship ended politely. Some don't, but some do and you get to be and you get to be friends with somebody. It's just always slightly different because I don't know, I feel like you always view them in that way. But yeah, you can probably be friends. Just be careful. <laughs> I definitely think I could be uh, friends with exes if the circumstances are right. You know, the most recent one, maybe not so much. You kind of need to cut someone out of your life to get over them. And unfortunately, when you have to cut someone out who's so far away from you, it doesn't really, you can't really build that friendship back up. It's, it's a lot harder to do that when you're not with a person. But there's other exes that like, we are really good friends. Like we're, we hang out all the time. We joke about stuff and like, it's not weird. Can exes be friends? Depends. Do both people have like matching answers to the reasons why you broke up? And do they like both agree on those reasons? Is there someone in the breaking up that is still like there is lingering hope for this to work out? Then maybe not, maybe not the best time, maybe not the best place. Um, though I am a sappy hopeful for like harmony in every relationship. So the idea of like knowing someone and then tossing it aside is just a tragedy to me. So I like to think yes, but I usually being friends is gonna end up feeling unhealthy for one person or the other. So this is really, really corny, but John Mayer has a song called Moving On and Getting Over. Um, and so there's, there's, he believes as well as I do. <clears throat> there's a big difference in moving on and getting over, excuse me. And uh, right now I think I've moved on just by being, knowing that I am happy with what I, what else I have in my life. I have a job that's, that pays well enough. I have, a, you know, an acting career that I'm starting that I, that I love doing, that I, I go to improv classes for and it's awesome. Just like really focusing and remembering that I do have really, really awesome things in my life and true happiness doesn't come from another person, it comes from within yourself. You have to be happy with yourself before anything else. And, uh, if you do think it's a relationship breakup that has made you unhappy, truth is you weren't happy before with yourself. So I'll sing a little bit of it. It goes, uh, moving on and getting over, but not the same it seems to me. I'm not a very good singer. If you're in a toxic relationship, don't let the issue be, is this gonna be the most convenient way to break up with them? Is this going to hurt them? Like. You have to think of a toxic, toxic relationship on both sides and realize that it's hurting both people. Don't ever feel pressured to stay in them for any certain reason. If you feel it's bad, then, then end those relationships. And you're gonna build yourself as a person more and the person you're in the relationship as well is gonna build. And I mean, that's kind of the point of all this. You don't wanna just hold each other back I've realized I'm a super emotional person from that. A lot of nights where you're probably gonna be like laying in your bed and, and crying and stuff like that. Like that, I mean, you're really going to go through a period where you have to learn for yourself to, to be emotionally stronger. Like you have to kind of forget the idea that that person's not with you at the moment, which is hard. That's like the big, the big like smack to the chest. It's they're not in it with you anymore. So now focus on yourself. It's just doing it sometimes. It's hard, I know people, it's very hard. But this was a person that made an impact on your life. So just 
be as caring as when you when you have to let them down and let them know be genuine and it's not always going to go smooth yeah but just be just as understanding as you were the first day that you met them i know it seems like they've changed a lot or you've changed a lot and that's oh man i'm like <laughs> just please do what's like absolutely best for your health and their health because I promise you you're gonna be so much happier at the end of the day I promise Next up, focus your energy on yourself. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. Focusing on you and like falling back in love with yourself after being with someone for a while that you've put so much thought and energy into. I'm sure somewhere in there you either neglected your friends or you neglected you. And it's time to like bring it back to you because you're hurting and you need that love and you need that care. Sometimes people can't do that for you. So you got to do it for you. So that means like pick up a hobby or a hobby that you lost. Start like playing guitar, play soccer again, like do something that's like, this She's is pointing at me. I play, play, Emily, do it. Play soccer again. I'm going to dude. Don't, I'm buying cleats tomorrow. Yeah, I started, I, I picked up guitar and then like, you know, like you're so good. I'm not, not good. You at are. Oh, you not. recently learned <laughs> yeah, I Go taught screw myself. yourself. That's stupid. I, know, I can't even do parkour. You must be so sad at, because you're so good at playing the guitar. I'm not good at playing the guitar. You should see people who are actually good and then look at me like, you know, so. Oh my God. <laughs> so pick up a hobby, something that you lost, something that you love, something that like make, like find parts of yourself that you love or that you love to do and like fall in love with that again. Mm-hmm. Um, learn something new, learn a subject, uh, learn a new language. Also, I can't say enough going to the gym, like doing these things that like you can actually focus your energy on that are going to benefit you. You are going to feel like on top of the world. Forget them. I'm badass as shit. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> I've, I've read so many stories of women that are like, I'm going to go fucking climb Mount Kilimanjaro, bitch. And like they do. And like they train for like marathons and stuff. And it like not only focuses your energy, but it makes you feel so good about yourself that you yeah. are able to do things that yeah. are like really cool and that you you would admire in somebody else. You're doing that for yeah. yourself. Dudes, you want to get that cool feminine haircut? Do it. Do you it. You want to get a pedicure? Oh do my God. it. Please do it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to like have a bro night for a weekend, go camping again where there's yes. no girls around? Oh my God. Do yes. it. She doesn't control you, dude. No, get dude. out there, man. No, dude. Get back on that sea, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Buy a boat. Don't do it. Buy the Lamborghini. Maybe you need, That's maybe how you'll you get it. the chicks. Maybe you need it. Do it. <laughs> Sail ends today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just got broken up with. Sail ends today. Sail ends today. Get it. <laughs> Buy it. And my next one is going to be, and he gave me shit about this earlier, but volunteering somewhere. <laughs> is good it makes you feel good to like do something like that where you're like putting your energy on a cause that you are passionate about you love animals go take care of cats at the animal shelter and like you're just gonna feel like you're doing something good for yourself (laughs) and for the world yeah or like you care about something more the more you give to it yeah right if you don't care about anything it's probably because you're not giving anything to it so i love this volunteering like giving back shock yourself at Mm -hmm. how much you actually do care about the world yes and like friends too you mentioned friends i think that's so important to reconnect with people or relationships that you may have neglected 
a lot of people go on fucking boyfriend island and then forget yeah. about their friends and then you break up and you're like shit i have no friends anymore oh, yeah so that's another reason why in the relationship you should probably keep your friends and like yeah. invest in them but if you so happen to not do that just be honest with your friends and be like hey i'm so sorry that i've been mia and dating it ended and i feel like shit and i'm so sorry i really want us to be friends again can we like go do something fun like let's do this i want to be in this so yeah meditate is another one too mm. get into meditation mm. uh headspace was the one that i started to get into uh, headspace is an app that is a meditation app it's not like affiliated with any sort of like religious meditation it's just like breathing exercises body awareness and like just sitting silent for at least 10 minutes maybe do yoga or something that's also very helpful um for your heart go space and your headspace. go on walks walk for two seconds exercise. Exercise well here's the thing body. guys meditate it exercise. starts out small anytime you change a behavior a new behavior is going to replace it so sometimes too when you yeah. change it when you lose a friend well hopefully the person you were dating is kind of ish a friend new behaviors hopefully. new things are going to take up that time mm-hmm. so when you change a behavior you're going to go through the withdrawal phase and you got to replace it with something else so even if it's meditating for 10 minutes a day you yeah. don't have to join a yoga studio literally no. just sit in a certain pose in your room for 10 minutes and breathe into it yep. honestly if you are so depressed well first of all tell somebody then dare yourself if life does not matter if nothing matters then dare yourself to meditate for 10 minutes please try i dare you it is beautiful the ways that it's you can hard. open up your it's it is it's, it's not it's not Change easy i won't hard. say it's easy yeah because it's not but it is something that you can integrate as a practice to yeah. to get it at least yeah. like exercising the muscles of like being yeah. still and having space for yourself is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another form of self-care. And then the last one is like read inspirational books or documentaries or something that like can help you like daring greatly and rising strong life-changing books. Please go read them again and again, get your head out of thinking about that person, thinking about how you could change it, thinking about all these things that are not helpful and redirect your mind on something that is actually helpful. Cause this is another way. Like if you can't get a therapist, like there's a lot of good books that are like, similar to therapy that can help redirect your neural pathways in your brain to help you actually get on a track that's going to be healing and good you're moving on you're feeling good we're feeling good yeah yeah you can practice cognitive therapy literally with you in a notebook. You could write, um, I feel sad. Mm. And th- why do I feel sad? Mm-hmm. I feel sad because mm-hmm. I am lonely. I am lonely because I don't have the friends I want. I don't have the friends I want because I'm not involved in activities I'm truly passionate about. You know what I'm saying? Like you could literally do that on your own. Yeah. And I dare you to do that for 10 minutes and see what you come up with at the end. Because at the end, you could be like, I miss my dog. Yeah. I dare, I dare <laughs> you greatly like to crazy. do that. I dare you greatly. <laughs> I dare you greatly to do yeah. that. So yeah, that's Rising Strong and Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, if we have not heard of it. Mm-hmm. Also, she has TED Talks that are brilliant. And she has a Netflix special that I am in. <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the audience. <laughs> okay. You might spot me in the audience. Cool. Way to take a woman's life work and make it about yourself. It's about me. Yeah, the whole thing's about me. So like you could you could watch Brene Brown, but like look out for me. That's yeah. your mission is to find me. I'm like, where's Waldo? But Olivia with purple hair. Um, yeah. Okay. Kind of lastly, like second to last thing is if you want to, if you feel ready, start dating around again. Yeah. Yeah. And I won't say do this right away. Please ignore the whole thing where it's like, get under somebody to get over somebody. Don't 
Don't try that. It might work for some people. It might not work for you. And then it ends up being super shitty. And you feel like shit if you try to do that. When someone recommended that to you and you're like, that's not what I needed at all. Now I just feel like I used somebody. Because the problem is, is you might carry that pain into the next relationship. Mm -hmm. And then if you, if you've done this three or four times, you're carrying the pain of three relationships that you haven't dealt with. So, I mean, just letting you know, it will catch up with you. Right. So you want to do it now. You don't address it. It will catch and up then with do you. you. Want, and I realize too, I can't hide it from my partners anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'll meet someone amazing and I go, crap, I have not dealt with myself enough to like be with you. Right. And I know you don't have to be perfect when you get with somebody, but it's like, God, I really want to deal with this as soon as possible. Because yep. I'm just, I'm seeing the effects now more than ever yes. of not dealing with this pain. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Take it back to self-awareness. If you feel ready and you feel like you are healing, you are, or you're healed, or whatever you want to call it, dating around is actually very helpful for people to acknowledge that there are more people out there, that you are compatible with more than just that one person. Yes. And there are people that might have their passions and their personality type, but um, maybe they're a little different, and then maybe that's better. And you start to realize that, like, oh, maybe someone really is out there that is better for me. Mm-hmm. And that's when you start to actually realize like, oh, maybe it wasn't for me. Like, because I was researching this a long time ago, because I'm like, what's the actual likelihood of someone getting back together with their ex? It's not actually that likely. And the best case scenario and your best chance of getting back with that person is genuinely fully moving on and like fully getting Mm -hmm. over them. That is the best chance that you two have at rekindling the relationship. If you're like hoping throughout the whole time that they're away that you're going to get back together with them, that's actually not the best mindset to have to make it happen and make it last. So you moving on to other people, you healing, you getting better and not actually thinking that it's ever going to happen ever again, you accepting that actual fully, like full acceptance, that's that's your best chance of ever maybe getting back together with that person. And it's yeah. kind of hard to think about like, oh yeah, I have to like move on and like not hope for that. And so hopefully it works out. <laughs> that's not, uh, you know what I mean. This is so, been yeah. fun. This is like, we went through yeah. the whole like, like all of falling in love, staying in love, saying goodbye to love. Yes. Saying hello to love again. I'll say goodbye to love. Don't you know that song? It's a great song. It's like my theme song. That's your third song today that I do not know. It's a great song. If you uh, if you just got broken up with or you feel sad and you want to feel sad, mm. that's a really good song to listen to. Sing us out, Olivia. <laughs> I will not. I'm just going to... The only thing I'll say last is... It takes time. The, the 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 great healer is time. And I know people say that all the time. All the time. I didn't believe them, but it's true. I'm in this space now where I'm like, oh, it really did just take like all of those steps plus time mm. for me to actually feel like I am pretty much completely over this person. Some things that still kind of sting, but ugh, I'm not crippled by it at all anymore. I am actively dating. I saw you dancing on the dance floor with that guy. Wait, when? On your birthday. Oh, that's the shitty guy. That's the I shitty know, guy. But that you just, I just want to let you know how hot you are. Thank you so much. He is weird. But he ended up being super Inside. weird. But like, I'm sure he's a great human being. We're still processing. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not still processing. That is like, that book is closed. She has clearly not accepted it fully. I am, I am dating other guys now. I you have are, other guys that are awesome. in my, my, my little black book. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
Any hoodle? That's Uh-oh. that's how is you... for the way oh, you look. look. Oh my, what are we doing? Me, oh. we did it. Oh. oh, is for getting completely over you. V is very, very. I'm so extra hairy because I haven't shaved since we broke up. January and is for Emily and Olivia. <laughs> 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 This has been Making Love and Growing Up. We really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. And as always, we want to say a huge thank you to our interviewees. Your stories and experiences add such a rich layer to the topics we discuss on the show. So thank you for your openness this week. Making Love and Growing Up is a bi-weekly podcast, and we drop a new episode every other Monday. So if you've enjoyed the listen, please tell your friends. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, leave a rating. This helps other listeners find our show. To keep tabs on upcoming episodes and what's new with MLGU, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MLGU.podcast, or just type in Making Love and Growing Up. Next up, we want to hear from you. Send us an email to makingloveandgrowingup at gmail.com where you can send episode feedback, personal stories, and even topics you want to hear more about. Finally, we could not bring you this show without our incredible team. Thanks to our editor and producer, Kaylor Myers, our audio engineer, Aiden DeYoung, the creator of our theme song, Jordan McKinney, and our graphic designers, Chad Swanson and Carly Moseri. I'm Emily Browning. This is MLGU, signing off. Oh,